Yeah, what's up? This is kind of like a dilemma kind of shit. You understand what I'm saying? Like I was, I was so stuck up with life, man. I was, I was stuck up with life. A lot of things have been happening to me. You can't say. You know, this economy where we are, uh, the Nigerian economy, um, ain't a friendly place at all. But we gonna strive. We gonna strive. I just got my mind fixed up. I got my energy. Got, I got my energy back. And I'm just gonna do what I gotta do and stop worrying. Um, this kind of thing happened to me. Uh, this was June 14. I was I was um, in a job that was um, quite comfortable, quite paying good to, to manage living and stuff like that. And I could be able to reach out to a lot of children and and, and teenagers like what I do, you know, offer some scholarship, offer um, uh, offer some programs, do some programs, organize programs, help kids with their, their dreams, their passion, their hopes and stuff like that. Organized program that's gonna really promote all these kids and stuff like that. But um, something else happened actually. Uh, um, I helped the foundation, I helped them like grow their foundation in two months. I had already, um, already given them the, a link to the Ministry of Education. I had hit four projects down in, in one month counting and I was about entering the fifth project. I was just executing almost everything and stuff. But um, uh, the managers that we had here, the managers we kept in here, um, uh, the ones here, they, they weren't actually, you know, um, helping the people very well. They weren't helping their staff very well, not friendly with their staff and stuff like that. And I actually went to jail for these guys. Like, I did a lot of things and I went to jail for these guys. It's called the HTT, Help the Talents Academy. I, I, I went to jail for these guys. Like, I was trying to, like, raise their foundation, trying to get kids who are interested in football so that they can actually be um, exposed to football as a right organization and then their talents can actually be uh, picked up from there and stuff like that. I was trying to get kids from the streets, man, trying to wipe up the streets, like put them, engage them in something that they love doing, some of their passion, their gifts and stuff like that. And and I was I was doing that and a woman saw me and uh, um, put some allegations against me. Uh, she accused me of kidnapping and that's how I landed in jail. But I was able to come out the next day because the company came in and stuff like that. After that, I was executing more projects. My mind was still on those kids. Man. My mind was still concentrated on those kids. How they're going to be faring, how they're going to be doing, how they're going to actually uh, take things uh, to the next level, how they're going to actually uh, propel their football career. That was what I was only thinking about and stuff. Uh, so I I moved to the, uh, uh, to the field. Even after I got out from jail, I moved to the field like, to kind of like settle things with the kids that were coming there, the teenagers I'm going to see there and uh, put them in the right platform and stuff because that was where my mind was. Even while I was sleeping in a cell, I was still thinking about these guys. Like, yo, this is your vision and the opportunity has come. We cannot just throw the opportunity away when the, the right opportunity has come and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's what actually happened. And, um, and I was trying to like put them in the right platform, put them in the right um, on channel so that I can, we can propel right late. And then... Um, after that, uh, the, the company and I had a little misunderstanding, uh, kind of like they, they suspended me because I was still facing the trauma of coming out from jail uh, for these guys and stuff. Uh, was it really worth it? And um, I was actually um, calculating my sacrifices. And despite all of that, they were still kind of like critic against my actions, telling me I come a bit late. Yo, why would I come late to your meetings, man? It's a remote job. And you say I come a bit late. I'm on the field trying to get kids to uh, participate in your in your program. I'm on the field 
trying to get kids to do a lot of things for you guys. Like I'm on the field to give kids the opportunity that you say or you claim that you have. And I've actually gone around so many places to gather a lot of, of people for their coaching apprenticeship. And when I did that, they did otherwise because they told me it was a coaching apprenticeship. And when I got the boys together and I was trying to talk to these guys together and put them together and stuff like that, it was something else. I, I found out that they were just doing something else. They picked only one person out of 40 guys that came. I traveled around uh, 10 local government areas in Lagos State trying to like, get these guys together, but no. Um, uh, these people picked one out of the many that came and, and it wasn't really pleasing at all. That is not a coaching apprenticeship program that you told us about. That is not something that you told us about. That was They, they were doing something else from, from the right program. You know, they were only straightforward and, and that really affected me because it was going to stain my reputation. It was going to stain what I do. It was going to stain my name because I was the one that this guy saw. I was the one that they talked to. I was the one that they, they knew. I was the one that got familiar with them because I was the business development executive. I had chat with these guys, how to keep them down like um, in the program and, and put your mind straight that uh, this this other company got you back and stuff like that. But this company just did otherwise, man. They, they threw all of them away and they didn't even care about these guys. They just picked what they wanted and, and they did away with all of them. I, I found out that they just wanted a coach instead of a coaching apprenticeship. So that wasn't straightforward, man. And I couldn't deal with that. And so um, uh, when I calculated everything and I saw that, man, these guys aren't straightforward at all. And on top of that, even after sending me messages, like, how do you expect me to be on the field and at the same time answer call and at the same time do this and do that? It wasn't just going to work. I just told this guy, man, you guys are giving me some mental stress, man. And so I had to, I had to quit. Like, I said, no. Instead, I'm going to go to the back way. I'll continue my programs, helping teens, helping teenagers, helping kids, helping people, the youth, and trying to put them on the right platform, whichever way I can, spreading my gifts and spreading my knowledge, spreading my education, spreading my idea, my idealism, my philosophy i'm going to like teach it and spread it out for free before i leave this goddamn earth and so that was what i was um actually embarked on and, and trying to do and stuff but um you know so i resigned i resigned june 14 and uh this was june 15 they actually responded and they were like they ain't gonna pay me for this thing now the thing is that i, I had already leased on my finances i leased on my salary i leased on my finances on some programs i was gonna hold for some kids back in the hood you understand like I, I already put my finances down and stuff like that but no 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 um they said they weren't gonna pay me even the half month they ain't gonna pay me and some of my money i used it to run this this guy's program the the project they did on coaching apprenticeship i concluded that project with my money the project they did on um uh, on on one of the printing for the ministry of education and, and stuff i did that project with my money they didn't they didn't even give me back my money and yet i was able to spend my money on this guy spend my money on some of them transport some of the coaches and yet i wasn't even going to get my money back like they, this company didn't stand for that at all and and one thing that happened for the htt academy is that um they were going to they were ready to rule out a a staff without paying the staff and this thing happened when i when i, I got in there april but i discovered that for every month a staff leaves and a staff resigns like they they done like they true before i left the coach the senior coach left after I left, another HR back-end guy left. Like, what the hell is going on? Before I came in, the HR left. So I discovered that, oh, wow, the management system here ain't good, man. Like, the people just using other people to, to do some kind of thing. They ain't just straightforward, man. And so I was like, okay, um, let me just have my pay so that I can know how I'm going to settle the finance uh, companies that have actually leased from and stuff like that. 
But no, man, it wasn't gonna work like that. They they were just way on another another different level. Like they were not ready to like like um, accept that thing that that I was I was ready to like put up and stuff. And they they ruled me out without pay. So I got into a lot of debt. Um, the programs I still run my programs though. I ran my programs. I concluded my programs and stuff. I ran into a lot of debt, a lot of debt, and the debts were choking, man. It was really really choking me and stuff. But uh, for two good months, I think for 57 good days, I couldn't think straight. I was like, what am I going to do and stuff? But I just got my pieces back together, man. And that's why I'm putting out this podcast. No matter what happens to you, no matter what gets you, don't let it get you your mind. Don't let it affect your mind. Because once your mind is broke, your pockets will be broke too. Once your mind is broke, so will be your pockets, man. Once your mind is shattered in pieces, so will be your your actions and everything. It's going to affect everything. If your mind is gone dismayed, forget it. Your life is, is there, man. So I had to put my pieces together. And I was like, I can't, I cannot remain down on the ground. I'm going to think of a way that I can actually raise money and pay these guys back. And if I do that, I can think of another way that, that I'm, I'm going to keep up, you know, with, with this because I have a mission to actually spread the philosophy and spread the idealism of the economy zero, what the economy to come, the future to come. And this is the thing that I actually teach children, I actually teach people. So um, when, I'm, when I'm teaching, when I'm volunteering to teach, I actually install the economy zero mindset in the kids I teach, in the teenagers I teach. I try to be their role model by teaching them what I do. I know I sacrifice a lot, I give a lot, and I love um, them a lot, and I try to unite them in, in stuff. And so the economy zero stands for the love, unity, and sacrifice, how we can all come together to build an economy that we can all benefit from. And uh, that's the thing I'm trying to like do for the youth and try to like um, 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 channel to the youth, that kind of idealism and stuff. And so, man, it was like it was just like that, man. It was, it was just like that. And so I had to go through a lot of mind... I had to go through a lot of mind cleansing. You understand what I'm saying? Like I, I did a lot of mind cleansing. I did a lot of mind cleansing. I had to like, you know, remind myself who I am and what I represent. I don't care if the debts are, are going to be so much, but I'm going to quit worrying and start doing. I'm going to just keep on working. I'm going to like, I'm going to just get out of the debt, man. I'm going to keep quit worrying and, and just move forward. And that's the kind of spirit I want you guys to have too. We don't have to worry about anything. Anything that's going to happen is going to happen. If it comes, let it. If it goes, let it. You know, um, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But we're going to keep on doing what we're going to do. We're going to put that energy out there. We're going to be productive. We're going to produce things. We're going to do things. We're going we're gonna to execute. And that's the spirit I want everybody to have. So this is the dilemma I've been for the past two months. And it's not been easy for me. You understand what I'm saying? Like it was way draining on me, and I actually got the responsibility of my boys, my club members, my, my team members, and all that. I actually got the responsibility to bear up. And as a leader, I can't just stay down like that. I cannot endure to stay down for too long. And, and that was why I just, you know, I came up with this podcast and told you about the dilemma I was facing. I lost two jobs due to this current one that I lost. And because of this current one, I got back to zero. But from zero, we're gonna go back up, and and that's just how it is. We're gonna go back up. We're gonna we're gonna build this thing up. This is the dilemma, guys. This is the dilemma. It ain't over until we ain't breathing no more. Peace.